Welcome, everyone, to episode five of Dinging Corners 2.0. Last week, I said it was episode three, I think. Turns out it was episode four. Today is episode five. I actually have the numbers correct. And we have Jimbo. Of course, we have Jimbo because Jimbo is our co-host. So, Jimbo, welcome today. What's up, everyone? Happy Thursday. Actually, Friday, because this will be released on Friday. But happy Friday. Yeah, so uh, happy Friday. We, of course, are recording it on a Thursday, 3-10-2022 at 12.52 p.m. So if anything happens after 12.52 p.m. Central Time in regards to, like, the MLB, we're not going to know it. It's not going to be put into this uh, podcast. So whatever happens from this point on, not on us, not on us. But we've got a couple things for you today. Obviously, we're going to start with the Jimbo story. Always a good time. And then um, we're going to talk to Jimbo about his personal collection. I thought maybe it would be nice to get to know Jimbo a little bit better from a card side. We got to know him from a personal side and what he's done in the past. But now I want to get into his cards and his personal collection. Of course, I would talk about my personal collection, but I end up just selling it all and never reinvesting. So it's really dwindled down to just mainly Jayhawks. If you want to talk about Paul Pierce or Frank Mason or Devontae Graham or Tyshawn Taylor, anybody like that. Sweet Mikhail Luke, I'm all ears, but um, I'll you want to talk about that. baseball, we got to talk about Jimbo's collection. So that's what we're going to do today. We're going to talk about Jimbo's collection, and then we're going to talk about whatnot because we have a big whatnot stream tomorrow night. I am going live on Slabstock's page to sell portion of Jimbo's collection, and uh, it should be a it should be a really good time. He sent me a ton of cards. He sent me like. 150 pounds worth of cards it was insane like those boxes were heavy and i have an upstairs office so that was miserable getting them all the way up there but no big deal sorting through them has been really really fun and we'll have a bunch of guys um juan soto you know ronald acuna spencer torkinson riley green um non-first bowman's first bowman's First Bowman paper, first Bowman chrome. We've got color. We've got PSA 9s. We've got PSA 10s. We have some PSA 7s in there for you really cheapy cheaps. That would be me <laughs> if you're looking for a card. Um, so Mike Trout. Dude, yeah, I, Mike Trout. I made we, sure to, to make it uh, like a little bit of like an a la carte where it's a little bit of everything for a little bit of, you know, for everyone. Perfect. And if you're interested in that tomorrow, joining that stream, and even if you don't want to buy anything, you can join us and talk. Well, Jimbo might not be there, but I'll be there and I'll be, I'll be talking. Um, and Jimbo might be in the uh, comments section. Maybe, maybe not. Depends on if he has time tomorrow night at eight o'clock central time or eight o'clock Eastern time, seven o'clock central time. But if you are interested in it down below in the description of this podcast, there is a code for whatnot. If you click on that link and join whatnot, you will get 10 free dollars to spend you could spend it tomorrow night in our stream you could spend it anytime it does not go away i'm pretty sure so 10 free dollars if you click on the whatnot link down below in the description section hashtag free money free money hey if you can get a free ten dollar card and that card grows to 20 bucks it's free 20 dollars you take that 20 dollars and grow that into a card that's 30 bucks that's a free 30 bucks keeps on going that's a lot of taco bell that's a lot of Taco Bell. I was just telling Jimbo about my worst investment ever. Invested in joint chiropractic for $2.01. Oh, 
sold at $3 and something cents because I wanted Taco Bell. Sold it all, despite the fact that that would have been like $120 worth of shares instead of just selling a few and buying Taco Bell. Sold it all because I'm an idiot. And then uh, <laughs> woke up five years later to that same stock being worth $120 a share. Bought in at $2.01, sold at $3 and something. Could have sold, could have sold at 120. It's right though. But the Taco Bell was good. So but you don't see, look back. That's all that matters. Yeah. No, no regrets, right? No regrets. All right. So Jimbo, please regale us with a story. Story time. I love story time. So uh, I picked this one today because I thought this one was pretty cool. Uh, I kind of forgot about it for a while, but I saw a recent post and it reminded me. Uh, so growing up, obviously, I was a huge Tigers fan. We had Curtis Granderson. Uh, I think he debuted in 05 and got called up in 06 when we made the World Series run. He, like he was awesome. You know, he is probably top five player of mine, favorite player of mine uh, of the Isn't Tigers. He also like one of the nicest players in the MLB history. Well, like everybody yeah. care about him. He is. He is definitely number one, the nicest guy in the MLB and probably top five in the world out of baseball. Just an amazing guy. Actually inspired me to do a lot of stuff. But anyways, not to get too deep in deep in that. But watching him, when I was growing up watching him, he used to write in his hat, don't think, have fun. And that, like when I saw that, I was like, oh, this is amazing. Like he used to write it like real thick in his hat where you could see it. And I was like, that's really cool. So I remember hearing him like do an interview and they were asking him about it. And basically what he was saying is he's like, man, when I go out there, you know, he, he knows he has the ability to do, you know, to be a major leaguer, to be great. And, but sometimes when he gets too analytical and he thinks too much and, you know, if he strikes out, you know, if you think you get too much in your head and it kind of screwed him up. So then he was just like, you know what? I'm not going to think I'm going to go have fun when I'm out on the field. And he was very like inspired by this. And when I heard that, I was like, I'm a very, I think over tend to, to, to think a lot, overthink things. And I was like, man. So I started writing in my hat when I was a kid. That was the coolest thing ever used to post it, you know, put, have signs of it. It was just like, I, I was all about it. So when I was old enough, it was cool. He, he was no longer with the tigers, but I was then when I was with the tigers, I remember I was sitting down with him and there's a group of us. And I was sitting down with them just like talking, just like how you would talk to anyone else. Like, yeah, you know, these baseball players are baseball players. We see them on TV. But at the end of the day, they're just humans. And that was my favorite aspect about being in baseball. But I remember someone asked him about don't think, have fun. In getting to sit, and I'm, oh, I just got chills thinking about <laughs> literally sitting there and having him in person talk about it. And it being like super inspiring for me growing up. And I never told him this beforehand and just hearing him go like in depth about it for like 10 to 15 minutes and having a full conversation with other major leaguers too, sitting next to us and coaches. It was like, it was like a for real moment. And I used to try and I was always like, I made sure to never be starstruck around these guys, like to show it. Um, and I was always just even keel like, Oh, that's cool. But I remember sitting there like, oh, my gosh, this is so cool being able to sit here in person and him not thinking I'm a fan and just like a, as like a colleague and, and all that. And afterwards, I told him, I was like, dude, I didn't want to tell you this, but like 
I used to write that in my hat. You know, obviously I was a huge Tigers fan before this. Now I'm with the Tigers getting to hear that. And I basically told him, he's like, he looked at me and he just was like, dude, that was amazing. Like, you know, he, like he told me that he's like, dude, that's so cool. He's like, that's awesome that I, you know, got to help you with whatever it was, you know, with that. And, you know, kind of, you know, it's not a super in-depth story, but it's like one of those things where it was super like the, when it happened, it was just amazing. And to this day, I'll never forget that. I still think sometimes I forget about don't think, have fun. And then, you know, the work day can be stressful or, you know, something bad goes on. You know, it's really not that big of a deal. If you go back to just thinking, don't think, have fun, everything will be fine. And just do what you know, what you need to do. Yeah. And and that one, very cool that you got to tell him that because I'm sure that made I'm sure that made his day. A lot mm -hmm. of times interacting with fans. I know you were working for the Tigers at the time, but you were a fan of his, you know. Mm -hmm. Uh, I'm sure a lot of times interacting with fans is pretty miserable. Fans usually think that you as a player owe them something. Don't know why, but you, on the other hand, get to interact with him. And instead of asking him for something, you get to tell him how he influenced your life. I got to imagine that was a spectacular feeling for him. It, it was the best, dude. So uh, hard to top that. Hard to top that for the rest of the episode. And uh, again, don't think have fun. You know, that's it's really easy to get caught up in especially cards, you get caught up in the money, get caught up in this. And, and I get it. You know, a lot of times car, you can't buy cards without money. Mm -hmm. When you go to sell cards, you're looking for the most money, but sometimes, you know, it's nice to just not be concerned about the money aspect. Just have fun with it. Exactly. You get some cards that you just know aren't worth anything, but you love them because you know, like my Kansas Jayhawk cards, Svima Kai looks not worth anything. I love having those cards. Frank Mason's not worth anything, even though he was a former G League player of the year. No big deal. Shout out. Not worth anything, but I still love them. And they're the only they're the only cards I ever keep. Mm, balance I is key. What? Balance is key to have a little bit of everything like that, yeah. like the collecting yeah. um, and not forgetting that aspect of of cards. You know, like most of these days, there's so much. I think that just within the last three years, like with how much money's in cards now. You know, three, five years ago, there, you know, cards were valuable, but they weren't to what they are now, where there wasn't as much money driven. It was more of like collectors collecting it. So it was easier to be like, oh, like I'm collecting this card. But now it's so money driven where it's, you know, it, you want to remind yourself every so often. It is. It is. And, and unless I sound like a hypocrite, it is really hard to collect something when the price 10 times. Exactly. When you, when you bought it as a collection piece and then at 10 times. Hard to collect, and I would not have ill will toward any of you if you sold sold at that point. But there are cards that you buy that you don't have intention of selling, and you need to have that in the card market because if you don't, then it's just people selling to sell to sell, and pretty soon, you know, your Juan Sotas that are two hundred dollars at Topps Chrome, they're not going to be two hundred dollars because if people are just selling them to sell them and not collect them at all, and, and maybe that's a bad example because uh, let's go let's go even lower, let's go to like five dollar second year bobby witt mojos like there are there are people that just buy those to have it because they love bobby witt riley green the amount of riley green cards that i would never buy of any other player of other like weird sets like pro debut and stuff like i buy that because i i'm never gonna sell that i don't care if it goes up to whatever i mean i'm if it goes up to like my trout numbers i would definitely sell it probably maybe yeah probably not actually but buying like, the board like there. that yeah <laughs> I don't know if someone waved a thousand dollar bill 
Yeah, it's hard to it's hard to pass up that money sometimes. But but again, there are there are times where it's definitely a lot harder to say no to the money if you're trying to collect something. And there's a lot of times where you buy something and you know, I don't spend oodles of money, but I've spent, you know, $100 on a Kansas Jayhawk card that I know is probably not worth $100, but I just have to have it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know. Whatever. And you know what? This actually I I'm all juiced up about this in baseball. I know we didn't talk about this beforehand, but what if we do a little giveaway? We just got tops opening day. Okay. If we do a giveaway for a box and I'm going to do a post tomorrow. Cause every day after we record in the day of release, I'm going to make like a post saying like do a video of like, Hey, podcast just got released. This is what Nate and I talk about. If we do something fun where if everyone to be entered into the giveaway, if they tag Curtis Granderson, like in the comment in quote, don't think have fun. Love it, dude. I bet. Oh, and then we get him on here. Of course. Of course. Curtis Granderson would think there's like some cult thing going on and whole big nah. thing, but you know, I okay. like that idea. Let's run with it. If you're okay with it, let's do it. All right. All right, cool. cool. Uh, yeah. And I'll, and I'll make the post and uh, check out Deaning corner. We'll do the it on Deaning corners, Instagram. I'll do like a collab. Okay. So then it has that. And then, um, yeah, it'll be fun. Look at that. You're witnessing inside business talk of Dingy Corners on the Dingy Corners podcast. No big deal. Be sure to check out and keep an eye out for Jimbo slash Dingy Corners joint collab post. It will be out at some point tomorrow or today. When you're when you're listening to this, it'll be out today. Keep your eyes out. You could win a free box of pro debut. Or no, no. Opening day. Opening day, opening day, yeah, opening day. You could win a free box of opening day, which does have Wander Franco cards in it. Yeah, we pulled some cool autos out of yesterday. So keep your eyes out for that. But that is a good segue. Cards, personal collections, you know, buying cards for cheap and never selling them. Your Riley Greens that you don't sell. I want to get into more of your personal collection and let the people know what you have going on because, you know, you you told me about a Wander Franco gold the other day. Mm-hmm. Right. And I was curious, you know, did you buy it early? Did you buy it after he made his debut? You know, when did you get that? And like other cards, you know, Riley Green is self-explanatory. You're a Tigers fan. You bought Riley Green. Spencer mm-hmm. Torkelson, you're a Tigers fan. You know, I get that. I'm a Brewers fan. I had Aaron Ashby before he got hot. I had Freddie Peralta. One time I bought a Freddie Peralta card for 80 bucks because I had a, a coupon to eBay. And it was an orange shimmer auto. I bought it for $80. He got called up the next week, maybe like four or five days later for his debut. Struck out 12 dudes in his debut against the Rockies. And I sold it that day for 200 Was I going to keep it? Did I buy it just to have it? Because I like Freddie Peralta. And I didn't expect him to do that. No. You know, I bought it because I wasn't and I wasn't expecting to sell it. Mm-hmm. Just because of sweet orange shimmer, you know. And then you're doubling up in less than a week. Okay. Yeah, I'll sell that. And now Freddie Peralta is obviously one of the best pitchers in baseball. Absolute stud. And so it makes sense that I would own Brewers. And it makes sense that you own Tigers. But the Rays, you know, anybody else like that, uh, give us a little insight into that Wander Franco specifically and then what you key in on when you collect. Yeah, so Wander Franco is kind of a tricky one because it kind of goes against against a lot of things that that I preach personally, or like my, my process of buying and selling cards. 
Uh, I'm a huge collector at heart, but I'm also sell buy and sell at mass quantities um, as well. So I separate it. Uh, but with Wander Franco, so I actually went to the Dallas show, I think in, in, um, yeah, in May. And I bought just about every Wander Franco you could think of there, the base. Um, and I've been buying and selling Wander Franco since, since the 2019 release of his, um, because he's been an intriguing player all along, um, since the beginning. But I remember I was in May, it was in May and I, I was like, I'm going to go and I'm going to attack Wander Franco. And I had my wife there with me, which was a lot of fun because she uh, was going around buying Wander Franco as well, which was hilarious because she would go up the table. Do you have any Wander Franco? Uh, but anyways, <laughs> we ended up buying almost like every single one in the show, I feel like. because we Except had for the blue shimmer that show, sold to Tharp's cards. There was a blue shimmer at a booth in the corner in May at the Dallas show in May that was in the corner. And I knew it was there because I bought two Martes, the Noel B. Martes from this booth, uh, ungraded aqua and green for 80 bucks a piece. Felt like a great deal. Was a great deal. But then Ricky Tharp's cards bought this Wander non-graded blue shimmer for like $500, $515, PSA tended. Oh, yeah. I love that. I like that. But yeah, so in May, because what I was thinking is there's there's that deadline in June where basically teams can call up players without it, you know, service time. Mm -hmm. uh, there's I forget what the ex actual deadline is. I super have it. Two? On, yeah, I have it on. Or not time. super two. Um, well, it might be super two. I forget what it's called. I have a calendar with all the different deadlines because you can actually make some good money by just looking at that. And I was like, OK. So let's go get Wander Franco. So, because I was like, he's probably going to get called up in June. And I'm, I sell at debut religiously. I know a little different strategy, mm -hmm. um, but I sell at debut. So I was like, all right, let's go pick up a, pick up a ton. So I don't know. I picked up probably like 40, 45 PSA 10s, just the base uh, for Bowman first and a bunch of, you know, a few other things. Um, but then at that show, like on Saturday, yeah, on Saturday, they traded Willie Adamas to, the Brewers, which and, so good. Willie Domus is so good. Yes, I got a story. Oh, I got a story about him for another show. I, like um, I just remembered the but so then that was happening, and then everyone was looking for Wander Franco. And I just happened about all of it the day before, not thinking that was going to happen. And I remember sitting there and I made a post about it on my Instagram, and so many people texted me, That's where they all went. I was looking for them, and I was like, And I started selling some of them like at trade night you know, buying them low and already selling them for like 50 to 60, 70 bucks more. Uh, cause the eBay people were going nuts on eBay. Uh, but anyway, so like going back to the aspect of Warner Franco was always one I bought and sold cause he's very liquid and it's mm -hmm. all about if you buy them when no one's talking about them, sell them when you, when, you know, when they are talking about them. Um, but with the gold and I want to go into the, I bought the true gold PSA 10, uh bowman first of wander franco and i actually bought that and this goes against everything i believe in uh and it's like one of the only times i've ever like done this like knowingly did this and, and did it where i bought it like a week after his debut because i just ended up selling all of my like uh, like everything wander i had and i actually do believe in him like long term mm -hmm. so i was like oh my gosh and then one of the golds popped up so I, I, I pounced on it and 
even though I bought it at a time where I told myself I would never buy stuff at that time, it's actually gone up probably a ton since um, because it's the rarity of that card. Correct. And that goes back to what I believe in is like, yeah, you can, that's, I, I, I think there's, there's a market for all kinds of, you know, everyone's like, Oh, I don't do base. I don't, you know, I don't do high end or I only do high end. I, you know, only do base or vice versa. I do every, like I do a little bit of everything. If you just, realize what they are and appreciate for what what whatever it is and know the process and the cycles you can make money on literally anything and that's why like i still buy i bought a ton of warner franco base uh slabs in the off season like anytime anytime you can or like if you're doing a big deal and you can throw a couple in and be like you know i know I, what i can get for these because they're so liquid i do it so uh wander was my number one purchase or my number one goal at the national he was in the middle of his bad month prices were dropping i was like the only guy i want to get at this national is wander obviously i picked up my aaron ashby super fractor and only picked up one wander mojo because everyone else was just trying to get the last price not the current price mm -hmm. and there's no amount of talking people down yeah on some of those wanders but it was a good purchase, and I love that you took probably a lot of your profits and sunk it into a bigger wander. Always, yeah. That's and I, I just think about it like I don't think about it too like cards where it's like, oh, I have this much money in it, I need to get this. I think of my with cards, it's like a portfolio. I don't care what I paid for it. I care about what it is now, because there's times where a player doesn't do well, and you're like, I'm gonna hold on to it because you know it's down 20 bucks. If I don't believe in the player, I don't care. Like I will sell it, take a $20 loss because whatever that money that I got for that card, I'm going to go put it in someone that I believe more in because I think percent percentage wise, I think they're going to grow more than the other card. And I just think about who is going to grow more today until, you know, time a to B than how much money I have in, and, you know, I might take a loss. I don't, I think of it as a portfolio. And that's where I like I that. the finance stock brain comes in. It's a lot harder for people to cut bait when they know they're losing money. If they yep. think about it like losing money instead of instead of being able to think about it in a healthy mindset of, all right, maybe I'm losing $20, but this $80 I spent, I spent $100. I can get $80 now, but I can go spend this $80 on a guy I really believe in and maybe make that into $130 instead of taking the 80 and hoping it gets back up to 100 exactly and that's the thing opportunity cost with that is think about that like think about it as percents like yeah it's not fun to sell a card under but just think about what is the better opportunity and why would you like would you rather have five percent of 80 or would you rather have 25 percent of 80 80 if you're just looking at straight on paper with and take your emotions out take you know your pride all that because honestly money doesn't have feelings like it's just straight up what it is Buy and sell. Here's the price. And uh, yeah. Well, speaking of um, emotions and stuff, tell us some cards that you are emotionally attached to right now in your collection where you're like, I don't care if it goes down 20 bucks. I don't care if it goes up a thousand dollars. It's mine. Yeah. So and that's and it, it's really important for me 
to know when I'm buying something to know what I'm doing it for. I have a, like have a strategy. Okay. I'm going to buy this for as a collector. So some of my collector buys Detroit, everything, anything, Miggy, Miguel Cabrera. And I'd say that like just Miggy, cause I probably have, I don't know, like a hundred autographs cards of him and game use stuff. Like, like stuff like that. Ivan Rodriguez, huge PC. Pudge. I love Ivan Rodriguez. I have a, it, I have a, I have a Pudge, Pudge story for you if you got two seconds. Oh yeah, let's hear it. Me and my brother, my middle brother, would go out. Slapstock Sam, actually. Um, Slapstock Sam, formerly. Shout out. Uh, <laughs> we would go outside every day during the summer, like seven o'clock in the morning. We play wiffle ball. He's a couple years older than me. He doesn't look it. I look like the <laughs> oldest person in the family. I'm not. But we'd go out every day to play wiffle ball in the morning. And we draft teams. So, you know, Vlad Guerrero Sr., Pudge Rodriguez, Tori Hunter, Barry Bonds, mm-hmm. Sammy Sosa, Mark McGuire, Andy Pettit, you know, you, Randy Johnson, you each got a, a catcher, Mike Mussina, any or a pitcher, Mike Mussina, anybody like that, you know, Derek Jeter. And so we'd draft our teams and you'd get nine positions. You'd have to fill, you didn't have to fill, I think you had to fill pitcher and catcher, but then you could pretty much put anybody anywhere else. Like you didn't need a second baseman at second base. You just drafted a, a mm-hmm. player, right? Like, And he always drafted Yvonne Rodriguez. Always. Every single time. Because what he'd do, and, and to this day it makes me angry. What he'd do is he'd sit there, little stupid nine-year-old Sam. I'm seven, beating, and he's beating up on his little brother. And he would say, Pudge. And then as he's swinging, yell Rodriguez. And I'm convinced every single time he did that, we had we had like a portion off yard. So it was, it was a corner house directly in the middle of the of the uh, lot. So then you had a, a yard yards on all sides. But the front mm-hmm. yard with the driveway was pretty long. And so we would do you'd have to hit it past the driveway into the second set of grass to get a home run. And he'd yell, he'd say, Pudge Rodriguez as he's swinging. And he'd hit a home run every time. Did not matter. Dude, it's the power of Pudge. It was insane. And to this day, that name drives me crazy. Well, sorry about that. I have a lot of Pudge stuff because he was my first favorite player of all time. But going back to... Yeah, so like anything Pudge, anything Miggy, and then I have a pretty extensive Riley Green collection. Um, I think I have close to a thousand slabs of him right now, all Bowman first. Name your top color. Gold. Actually, I like it. Gold for Bowman first, gold. Um, but then I have, you know, like his red, you know, one of the inserts to five autos. Um, actually, no, I have orange. I have oranges, but non-auto oranges. I have like hey, three or four of them. Nothing wrong with non-autos. I love yeah. non-auto Bowmans. I personally like the non-autos better than the autos uh, as a collector, um, just because of the price point. Because I yeah, way cheaper. But, um, but yeah, so yeah, those those are mine. I mean, I got I could go on for hours. So I try. I know not to open the door too much because I would just ramble on because I have a lot of cool cars. I need to do like a video on it on them all or something. That would be that'd be a great idea. I mean, you do videos with jimmy's cards do some videos yeah. with your cards i know i always i don't know why i don't do that no. like, sometimes um I, hmm. sorry 
I had a I had a thought, but I cut you off there. No, you're good. Go for okay. it. Okay. So so we know about the wander. We know about your PC, what you like to collect. If you're comfortable with it, name like three big cards that people can be like, oh wow. Oh wow. Just brag. Brag a little bit. Brag a little bit for us on the Ding Corners podcast. Um, three cards. Uh let's see here. So I have a 90 uh 1951 mantle. Ooh. I like old school cards too. Like I am a like I don't care what the year is, I don't care. I love sports cards. And so I have a mantle, it's a a 4. And then I also have a 7. Oh, very cool. Uh the 7 is the SGC and then the 4 is a PSA. Um if I remember right. And then the, what is, I have a 1939 Playball Joe DiMaggio. Oh, that's uh, I have an entire set of the 1939 Playball. Um, and then I also have the, what is it? The um, one, the ni- 1909 Ty you know, a little cigarette card. Mm-hmm. I think that's a four, SGC four. Oh, wow. And then... I know I'm naming off all old school cards. I'm thinking just. It's all good. I have, yeah. I don't know. That's a great question. Cause I had those tucked away. Not even at the house where it's like, I kind of forget about some of those. Cause almost, I want to forget about them because I don't even want. Yeah. Cause you don't want to sell them. You want to, you want to yeah. hold them. They're, they're retirement. Yeah. Retirement like fund. Give to my kids one day. So, but yeah, like stuff like that. Um, I'm my, my end goal. Like I, I had the I have an entire sixty-eight set, uh, eights and, or yeah, like nines and tens. Oh wow! Um, sixty-eight, the one with the 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 bubble, the name in the bubble. Yeah, the now I'm going blank. No, no, I, is that is sixty-eight the one? I completed no, 68, it. Sixty-eight, sixty-eight is the um, Nolan Ryan and Johnny Bench rookie, right? Yep, exactly. Yep. Okay. Yeah, I completed that so set. 69 I, is the one with the name in the bubble, like Hank Aaron yeah. or anybody like that, I think. I, 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 I Faulty memory here. I honestly haven't done much vintage, and like, this is actually a good reminder that I need to get back into it. But I finished that set in 2000, early 2019. Oh, wow. So, because, but with modern blowing up, I kind of moved, started moving a lot of modern, but I, I always like to pick up a big vintage piece uh, every so often. I like it. Do you have any Hank Aaron? Oh yeah, good, good. Love Hank. Aaron. Oh yeah. As, as a Milwaukee boy, of course, you Huge know Hank Aaron man. is is uh, is as good as it gets. And obviously, he played in Atlanta for a long time, but then he came back, yes. came back to Milwaukee. Not many people do that when they leave. That is true. I went there once. I haven't gone back. Actually, that is a lie. I've been there a couple times. You've been I a couple times. Yeah. Did you like it? How long ago have you been to Milwaukee? Uh, what's, what year is that? 2013? I went to right. Paps. Oh, <laughs> it's really spruced up since then. Oh, I had a great time there. A lot more buildings, a lot more breweries, so many breweries. Third so Space many. Brewing. For anybody that's in Milwaukee or out of Milwaukee, if you are looking for the world's best brewer, brewer, beer, no free ads either, but this is a free ad. Uh, Third Space Brewing has the best beer I've ever had in my entire life. And I'm from Milwaukee, so you can trust me because there's like a bar in every corner. 
and a brewery in every city. It's insane. Yeah. I love it. It's my kind of city. Yeah, good stuff. We'll have to we'll have to have you to Milwaukee so I'm that on. you can tour it, and we can do some dingy corners at uh at Third Space, oh. and at Lakefront, and at City Lights, and at Miller, and at Sprecher, and at Pabst, and the list keeps going. I'm done for that. Love it. Well, Jimbo, I think we we pretty much covered. We covered a decent amount of your personal collection. Trying to keep this one a little bit shorter, which is why we're going with that. We should talk about what not tomorrow just a little bit more. Sure. So Jimbo sent me a bunch of cards. Um, I'm talking almost a thousand slabs probably and almost a thousand rock cards. Mm, yeah. I, three boxes. So each box usually has a fit 500 slabs. So yeah, probably around that. Okay, so so a ton, a ton of slabs, <laughs> a ton of raw cards, and these are all for whatnot tomorrow. Now, obviously, we will not sell all of these cards on whatnot tomorrow because that is impossible. I don't even have the shipping supplies available <laughs> to be able to ship that many cards from whatnot tomorrow. But there are a ton of cards, and we're talking, you know, 2018 Ronald Acuna, um, Bowman. So not rookie, but Bowman and stuff like that to Riley Green to Adley Rushman to Juan Soto to Mike Trout to some other older stuff to some, you know, random blue of this prospect, random yellow of that guy. So a ton of a ton of graded stuff. PSA 9, PSA 10, PSA 8, some couple PSA 8, Luis Robert, high tech autos. That's pretty cool. Two of those. Uh, so ton of sweet cards, ton of sweet cards. And we should have a good time tomorrow night. I, I'm pretty sure. Yeah, there'll be a, a price range for everyone. What would you say the price range ranges between? Um, whew. honestly, there there is some stuff in there that's more sneaky than you believe. Um, probably like what? Probably anywhere from ten to maybe five hundred. I can, there you go. It's hard because I send so many cards out. Like I'm getting so many cards back and sending so many cards. I already kind of. I would have to look at the sheet to see to even remember what I sent. <laughs> to be honest, with, I was like, "Oh, I sent Lou Bob high tech autos." I didn't even know that. <laughs> yeah, so we got some Lou Bob high tech autos. We got other stuff in there. It will be a good time, and you know, we'll have on Raws and stuff. There, there'll be there'll be deals to had to be had, right? And we'll have a good time. And if you click on the link below, the whatnot link below, and sign up for whatnot today, ten dollars is yours for free for using that link to sign up. Free money. You can get that money. You can go in. You can buy yourself some Boba Shets or something. It'll be great. And that is at 7 p.m. Central Time tomorrow, 8 p.m. Eastern Time on Whatnot, on the Slab Stocks page on Whatnot. So if you don't want to forget it, go on to Whatnot right now while you're listening to this and click the little save button on the Look Up Slab Stocks. Go on to the, the page where there's the Slab Stocks. Uh, yeah. What word am I looking for here? Um, shows that are upcoming. And then you can click the little banner in the top right of the show, and that will save it for you, and it will give you a notification when it is going live. Then you won't miss it. And even if you don't want to buy anything, you can come and talk baseball. We'll talk baseball all night. Well, that's the thing, too. Like, I added a lot of cards that of players that I personally am a fan of, like long-term, like prospect-wise, mm -hmm. where I did it almost as like a talking point to talk about certain players where 
hey, here's this player. I forgot about that. You know, because we only have so much time on these podcasts. I can't talk about all the players I like all the time. Where here's a way to kind of see in my mind, hey, here's some of the players that that Jimbo thought, you know, prospect-wise that could be someone to, to keep an eye out for. Love it. Love it. And we will. And there's a lot of guys in here that, like, I don't – there's going to be guys in there that I don't know. There's going to be guys Ooh. there that I do know, and there's going to be guys that I don't know, and that's great because either Jimbo will know them or somebody buying will know them. Yeah. And then we'll talk about it. Yeah. It's going to be a good – it's going to be fun because I'm excited just to go in and talk cards because this is a way to to talk cards, talk prospects, even, you know, even just come even if you don't want to buy anything. I think it's yeah. going to be fun. And and that's that's the that's the biggest point I want to get across. We sell the cards, we don't. We'll still have a good time mm-hmm. talking, right? And now, obviously, the idea is to sell some of the cards because I am looking at so many cards on my on my table <laughs> right now, an absurd amount. So we would like to dwindle that number just a little bit at the very least. But what will be really nice is just getting to talk baseball with like-minded people. So if you listen to this podcast and you want to pick our brains in person for an extended period of time, because it's going to be, it's going to be a, a while we're on there. I'm thinking, I'm, I'm thinking probably seven to 11, maybe seven to 10, at least three to four hours. I'm going to try to get in here and then get people on their way. You know, Eastern 12 o'clock midnight, Eastern time is probably a little bit late to be, you go and pass that on on whatnot. But if it's still hot, it's still hot. We'll keep going. You know, one of those oh, things. Yeah. So but it should be a great time. And Jimbo, thank you for sending all those cards. Yeah. Uh, he's taking he's taking a, a chance on me, <laughs> his co-host, being able to actually move the cards for him. And uh he is he was gracious enough to send us all those so that we can have some content on whatnot for baseball slabs. Um, yes. Regardless, players. it's gonna be a good time. So I'm not even worried about what they go for as long as as long as we talk some baseball with it. It'll be it'll be a good time. Perfect. And again, one last reminder, one last friendly reminder. Link down below. Whatnot. Yeah, click on that if you haven't signed up yet. Ten free dollars. Good, big time. All right. With that, Jimbo, I think that's all we have today. I, I did want to get into, you know, your buying and selling methods and stuff, but I just don't think we have time for that today. So we will save that for another time because Jimbo has gone through many different types of buying and selling methods. He used to buy cheap, cheap cards and get them graded for $8. Now you can't do that anymore. So he's had to change mm-hmm. his methods, but we will get into that maybe next, maybe next week. Yeah. Talking about, about that collections and all that good stuff. We all have different, we all have different methods and I even have had the joy of helping move some collections, buying collections and stuff. So even I can join in on that conversation. So it should be a good time. And I uh, want to thank everyone for listening on this Friday. Jimbo, I want to thank you for joining us here on this Always. Thursday for people to listen on Friday. And uh, any last words? Nope. I just want to say thank you for everyone that listens. And uh, I'll see you tomorrow, as in today, on whatnot. And keep an eye out for the giveaway. Let's get Curtis Granderson on this. Should yes. Let's get him yes. going. So that's right. Keep an eye out for the giveaway of Tops Opening Day Hobby Box. And look out for Curtis Granderson in the near future. Fingers crossed. Let's do it. All right. Love it. 
All right, guys. You guys have a good rest of your Friday. Enjoy your weekend. See you on what night tonight at 7 p.m. Central Time, 8 p.m. Eastern. And we will talk to you guys again next Friday. See you.